I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, I'm a real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Alright, grab your favorite drink and let's nerd out and let's hit record and see what happens. You know, Captain almost died again. Stranger Things Season 4 is out, by the way. Strange New Worlds has been great, and I finally saw Doctor Strange. It's actually a lot of strange things. Huh. I mean, honestly, what's with all these strange names? I mean, like, wait, what? May's almost over? What the? I just picked up my 92 Accord from your lot, and there is a huge turd in the back seat. I want somebody to come over here Get this turd out my back seat. That's clean not going to happen. Car. What do you mean it's not going to happen? You can bring the car here and we can take a look at it. I am. I'm going to bring it back. Okay, and you man. know what? You sound like a big burly man. Oh, yeah. How much I, you weigh? I, I don't make it a habit of going out and taking a dump in the car. How much do you weigh? Uh, About 400 pounds. That's your turd. That That's is your my turd, turd, huh? Yes. That came up from a 400-pound man, this huh? This is a 400-pound man. Either that or a gorilla. Um, let's rock it. Hey, welcome to the real Brian show. Uh, uh, I think that could have been my turn, Brian. I don't know. <laughs> did you? Did you leave a dude? I I love Wanda Sykes. That's all I got to say. Is uh, that is yeah. a huge turn. I can't get that high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not 400 pounds or anything close to that. But uh, That's your I turn. can lay a pretty big turd if I want to. So, yeah. Uh, either that or a gorilla. Very I healthy a, turds uh, lately, though, Brian. I have to. I have to <laughs> mention that. I have to bring that up on the show. My bowel movements have been extraordinarily healthy lately and that's because i've been watching what i eat it's awesome i don't think we've ever had a turd discussion here on the real brian show we should yeah Why let's not? talk about so there's a a chart apparently that you're supposed to go off of to look at your turds to make sure that they are shaped properly and doing we just lost half our listeners and our viewers <laughs> They're gone. Uh, we, we, we might have we might have gained a bunch too so yeah, yeah. go ahead uh, I don't know what else to say. All I know is um, mine are, I don't even know if mine are healthy or not. Will you, will you link that chart for me? Because I'd, I'd love to see the chart and uh, you know, maybe, do some science. Maybe that should be the thumbnail of that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a huge strange turd, turd. Or just a huge turd. Maybe that, I think that's what it's going to be. Well, strange seems to be in right strange now. Strange so turds. Strange turds? Yeah. You ever I'd had strange that. turds before? Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, the strangest turds, I, since we're talking about turds, the strangest of turds, and everyone agrees with this, by the way, everyone. Yes. The weirdest ones are ghost turds, where oh. you take this big turd, and then when you wipe, there's nothing there. It's like, where'd the residue go? Why is there no residue? Huh. It's a mystery. It's strange, right? Well, I was going to say the ones that are strange are black. And that's well, really scary dangerous. because those yeah. are dangerous. But what yeah. I realized is after you eat beets, that happens. Oh, really? Well, good thing I never eat beets. If I were Russian yeah. and I ate a lot of borscht, I might be in trouble. Yeah. It is interesting because there was one time where I literally freaked out once and I was like, oh, crap. And I was like, wait, we ate a lot of beets and that was the problem. So, 
Little did I know, I was like, well, I wasn't dying, kind of like you were almost dead, uh, but you didn't really, you weren't. Where were we last week? That's what, I don't even really know what's going on, because all I know is that we're here right now, and I, we weren't here last week. Do you know? I will never forget last week, Brian, because <sighs> I sure survived, I survived COVID-19. You know, finally it frustrates COVID-19. me. What frustrates me is that the week you got it, we were gaming Monday night. We were having this long discussion about COVID and mm-hmm. you were kind of freaking out about it. You're like, I don't want it. I'm trying to stay was away I? from it. Yeah, you were. I, and you were going I'm off on this whole thing out. about, by the way, I, I agree with you. I wasn't like this. This isn't a criticism. I was just yeah, saying yeah. We, were, we were really going off about how concerned you were about long COVID and the Isn't effects. And then like and then? three days later, three days later, you told me you got COVID. I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and I was talking to the mad scientist, by the way, by the way, if you did not catch the mad scientists return on the YouTube channel, we discussed Dr. Strange. See, I'm telling you, stranger things, strange new worlds, Dr. Strange, strange turds. There's something going on here. I don't know what's going on, but it's strange. Yeah. So strange strange dr strange and the strange multiverse multi whatever the point is we, t- we talked about that on monday so uh go check that one out on the youtube channel we reviewed it great movie it was fun to see um but he and i were yeah. talking about this gaming and he was even saying because he's he's telling me that you know in his residency right now one of the options he has is to work with another doctor who's researching how to overcome combat and overcome long COVID. Oh, okay, and I yeah. said, what are you finding? And he goes, well, all I can tell you is don't get COVID. You don't want long COVID. <laughs> this is literally the day before you got it. And I'm just like, oh, oh my man. Gosh. So, so one is, I'm glad you survived, but tell us about it. Yeah. So my wife and I both contracted it basically on the, the exact same time. It was on our 10th wedding anniversary last uh, two <sighs> weeks ago. So that evening after we were out in public at a big restaurant and all this stuff, we started showing some symptoms and she was first. And then, you know, we both had a bit of a tickling in the back of our throats. Then the next day, which was Friday, uh, the Friday the 13th, um, our symptoms started kicking in in earnest. And you know, she got it. She got she tested herself, had a positive home test. I knew that I had whatever she had. So there's no point in testing myself. She went to the hospital where she works, got a another positive test. And then she had to take the next two two week, two weekends off of work because, uh, of, of course, the employee health can't have. You know, they can't yeah. have MRI techs uh, with COVID. But um, I I only just got my sense of smell and taste back just like yesterday, two weeks later. Yeah. Um, and today, by the way, today it's actually worse again. It's not, I can still oh. kind of smell and taste. But yesterday it was great. But today is is back, uh, I backslid a little bit. But it's just fascinating how long it's lasting. It was, it stomped all over our vaccinations and boosters. It's like we didn't even have them. Uh, that's what it felt like. Uh, maybe maybe our sickness would have been worse without it, but who knows? Um, all I know is that yeah, we got pretty sick. Nothing which, dangerous, which, but it was very debilitating. Yeah, which makes me wonder. And again, you know, we don't know. No one knows, but it makes me wonder if you got the Delta variant because obviously that's been one of the most serious ones. Mm. And every single person I've heard that's had probably Omicron or whatever the newest one is yeah. was like you know, it was a mild two day kind of head cold kind of thing. And that was about it. Yeah. But everyone I know that's had Delta was, was very, very sick regardless of vaccination status. So I don't yeah, know. Was, I mean, you just got to wonder and then you got to wonder, okay, well then do the vaccines work at all or did it prevent you from 
being like severely ill. Yeah, and maybe could have prevented us. I mean, I, I don't hospital. know. Yeah, exactly. We don't know. We can't know. Uh, no. uh, it was like the worst flu I've ever had, though. It was it was like a hyper flu. Like like uh, when I was like on on Sunday, I was so congested. I I I've never been through that many Kleenex before. Yeah, and I was just leaking out the nose constantly. And I, when I sneezed, it was the hardest I've ever sneezed. Hmm. Um, and I mean, just stuff like that. And, and each day it would switch spots. Like one day it'd be in my throat and the next day it'd be in my sinuses and the next day it'd move back to my throat again. The next day it'd move back to my, it was like, it was, it's like the virus was trying to find my weak points. Yeah. And like oh yeah. Well, and you had a headache parts of my body. and you had chills and aches I had, and I had a fever for fever. three days. Yeah. Yeah. You had it all. Uh, and, but mm. I got to say the one thing, the biggest thing that came out, the, the weirdest part about it was the taste and smell thing. Because for several days after the the main symptoms subsided, after the after the worst of it went went away, it felt, you know that that feeling in your sinuses after you accidentally uh, snort water up your nose, like if you're swimming and you oh, breathe yeah. at the wrong time or something, or and cocaine. there's like that stinging yeah. inside of your yeah. sinuses, and like it's that it's a very unique feeling, at least from my experience, as uh, to having just inhaled water. Okay. That's what it was like, like for you're several talking days. Pool in a water, row. especially because of the chlorine yeah. and yeah, the burn. Okay. Yeah. So that my sinuses were burning constantly. Every breath I took in, all I could smell was this indescribable burning smell. It wasn't. It didn't mm. smell like burning stuff. It just I, again, it's literally indescribable. I don't know what it smells like. Mm. Just but but that's all I could smell, and I couldn't taste anything. Um, so I had an epiphany, and this was this is the most interesting result of my illness. When I lost my sense of taste, I stopped wanting to eat. Mm. And I never really got hungry enough to say, well, I have to eat. Uh, I just ate a lot less because there was no pleasure in it. You know, yeah. my, my taste receptors weren't working. And so I didn't get anything out of eating anything. So I just skipped whole meals. Yeah. And, and I realized that all my life I've been eating for pleasure and never for sustenance. I mean, obviously I'm getting sustenance out of what I eat. We all do. But I've never, I've always just been doing it for the pleasure of eating because yeah. in this, in this society we live in, or at least most of us, we've never known true starvation and hunger and what it's like to be really hungry. Most of us have never had that experience. Yeah, that's true. And so we just take it for granted. But you know, once the pleasure is removed from the equation, the drive to eat goes right out the door for me. And so I lost more weight. Yay. So <laughs> I've lost a few more pounds. Um, yeah, you were talking about this before. You said if you ever got COVID and you lost your taste, you'd take advantage of that and and just eat whatever was necessary in order to lose weight. <laughs> and I almost did that. I, I didn't yeah. like eat. I didn't like go crazy, but I mean, yeah. I, I didn't. I, I was always a few hundred calories under my limit every day while I was sick. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't think this revelation is going to change my lifestyle at all. Now that I now that I realize that, I'm not going to be like changing how I approach food. Uh, but I will fear COVID even more now because mm. I don't want to lose that again. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, right when I, right when we both, my wife and I both put our guard down in public and started going everywhere without a mask and all that stuff, that's when we caught it. Yeah. And granted, we started doing Pilates and you can't, I mean, you're not, it's, it's impractical to do Pilates with a mask on. And they do have one of those ion things that blow that blow ions into the air that kills yeah. viruses and whatever. If that really works, I don't know. But they do have that, mm. so that, that my studio is and, and and everyone cleans the equipment after they use it and stuff. So the studio's as clean as I think they can practically make it. But it's COVID. It's a very it's a very virulent thing, and so 
I just, I have this feeling that COVID's here to stay. It's the new flu. Mm -hmm. It's like flu plus it's not going anywhere. If you haven't got it yet, you probably will just shore yourself up for that. Um, And I, 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 I'm going to come out and say, I still recommend wearing a mask in any public place you feel comfortable doing it because even the CDC says that cloth masks don't do much work, don't do much to stop the virus from getting through it and into yeah. your face, yeah. but it's going to do something. It's going to help somewhat. Yeah. And I, we, my wife wear like this, uh, my wife and I wear this modified um, cloth mask. It's like kind of a half N95 half cloth type of thing where it's got this filter between the cloth. And so it's a little, little bit step up from just your basic cloth mask. But even that is probably not 100% efficacious. But I definitely have more peace of mind wearing it because, you know, when, when people cough and sneeze or if, they, if, they're, if they're talking and they happen to have it and they don't know they have it, little, little water particles are going to spray out of their mouth and float around in the air. And even a mm-hmm. rudimentary cloth mask is going to stop some of those particles. And it's yeah. all about any, any disease expert's going to tell you it's, it's a lot of it has to do with viral load and how yeah. much virus gets to you can, can often determine how severe your symptoms are and whether your body fights it off successfully or not. Mm-hmm. So a cloth mask is yeah. going to still help with the viral load part, no matter what. I mean, it's just, yeah. that's common sense. It's just gonna. Viruses, by the way, everybody, they don't just kind of float around by themselves in the air. They're usually attached to like a little water droplet or something like that. So those water droplets are not like, tiny, 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 like the virus, they're just very small. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the bigger ones will get stopped by a mask. So I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. We're going to start wearing masks in, in, you know, grocery stores and stuff like that again, just, just to mitigate our exposure a little bit. That's all. Yeah. And I'm, I'm starting to feel that too, because I mean, we, we've let down our guard too. I mean, we've just mm-hmm. kind of been like, yeah, let's just get together with people. And you know, mm-hmm. we're not wearing masks really anymore for the most part either. And it's just kind of like, but then I have this like nagging thing in the back of my mind going like, but should I not? I mean, whatever. I yeah. don't care what anyone says anymore. Really. I, I don't care if you agree with it or not. Like, I, I don't right, care right. what anyone thinks about me anymore. I'm doing it for me and for Sarah and for our health anymore because nobody cares about anyone else's health. So I feel like, well, I'm just going to protect mine then. And that's what I want to do is I don't want to get it after hearing what you went through. Now, granted, <laughs> I, I mean, it's interesting because other people said, hey, you know, I, you know, like I said, I, I had a, it was a two day thing that acted like a very, very mild head cold and I was completely fine. Right. So I have heard those scenarios. Yeah. And they'll happen. And we've known people who have died. Both of us have. Right. And then of course what you went through and it's just like, I don't really want to go through that. You know I mean? I hate being <laughs> sick anyway, you. regardless. <laughs> I, I mean, I hate getting colds. I hate getting, I hate all that stuff. So it's just like, but yeah. I really, and because I have, you know, a benign heart condition. And I have since I was in fifth grade, right. Um, which could turn, like you said it, it, and this is proven that COVID looks for the weakest part of the body. It oh, could really? turn okay. serious. Right. So, you know, they've, they've been finding that it's, it, it attacks the weakest, whatever the person's potential weakness issues are. That's what, like, for example, um, we know a person who is uh, a celiac and it attacked mm-hmm. her, her body from a celiac perspective. And she's mm. been dealing with a number of problems post COVID because of that. Interesting. Okay. So it does happen. And so it's like, and like I said, what, what mad scientist was telling me, some of the things that they're discovering about the whole long COVID is, is he's saying it's incredibly scary. And he's like, I really just recommend nobody get it. Cause it's that scary. 
but they're trying to it's figure out ways to overcome that. And so not, to, and I'm not here to freak anyone yeah. out. It's just that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, I mean, after what you went through and stuff and it's just like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want my benign heart condition to turn serious or life threatening or right. anything like that too. Yeah, so because you never know. Exactly. And honestly, I've had so much bad luck with health stuff anyway. I'm just like, you know, I go get a surgery that's supposed to be, you know, 99% successful. And of course I permanently damaged sciatic nerve. My, it's just, come on. I, so I read I'm a like, recent, I just gotta, I, I'm with you about wearing masks again, even if it's just for my protection, even if it's not a hundred percent, it's still something. Yeah, and it's, I, just peace, I, it's also peace of mind. Yeah. So. And I do have actual N95s and you know, anytime I'm on a plane or something like that, even if it's not required, I'm wearing the N95 because yeah. that will protect me. And if I really want to go somewhere where, you know, I don't want any exposure, then an N95 is what I'm going to have to wear. But I've done Pilates with a mask, a cloth mask, and it's harder, but it does work. You know, it can be done, but it's not an N. I couldn't do it on an N95. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I read a recent article by a reputable source. I forget which, which one it was. Um, that was talking about why why long COVID exists and it's and it's has something to do with the fact that the, the virus attacks all of the major organs. Mm. And even if it only even if it only uh um shows up in like to me it was like severe f- head flu symptoms. It was all above my neck basically. Yeah. Um but even then it's still it's still somewhat affecting your other organs just may not be noticeable effect well that's where long covid comes in cuz some people's organs are affected different organs are affected more than others and so they have all these range of wide, wide range of symptoms yeah. that result from the virus ravaging your body in some way yeah. so it comes off seeming like a bad cold or flu but it's actually doing more than that in your body yeah. and that's why people get blood clots and it they i mean they it, it's they I get I don't know if this has been a hundred percent proven yet, but I've seen recent studies where they talk about it being a cardiovascular disease, not a respiratory disease. Yeah. It just oh, comes I've off as respiratory. Too. Yeah. So it's honestly what what um we take the fear out of it. What's fascinating to me is it is because it's new and we're learning a lot. They they continue to learn new things about it. Mm-hmm. And so in some ways it is very fascinating because we're we're learning that it it's not it's not a predictable sickness at all. Yeah. It's, it's doing this and this person and it's doing this and this person. We, we, you know, we just don't know. Right. So in, in one way that's very fascinating and in another way that's, that's incredibly scary. But once again, you know, I'm not going to preach anything because honestly um, I, I'm to the point where I just don't care what other people do anymore unless they, you know, negatively affect me <laughs> or Sarah, yeah. then we're going to have a problem. But other than that, I'm like, you know, do whatever you want. So um, what I'm just trying to do is say, Hey, we're just going to do our part and I'll be respectful to others because that's what we're called to do is to unleash our superheroes. So that's my point, yeah. but I appreciate your, um, reminder, uh, based on your experience, experience and that's, yeah. it's encouraging me to kind of say, you know, I need to be a little more careful again. Cause like you said, we've let our guard down too. And maybe we shouldn't yeah. maybe, but I mean, well, I still want to live life and it's been really yeah, exactly. nice to get out to the theater again. I mean, I can't tell you how good that's felt and yeah, just to be able to, a, to experience life again. But at the same time, doesn't mean we need to be foolish or stupid about it either. Yeah. It's a balance thing as in all yeah. things in life. It's a, it's yet another balance thing that we have to deal with. And my advice is, is to, you know, protect yourself insofar as you're comfortable doing, but also get healthier. The, yeah. the best, the best defense against COVID is, is a healthier lifestyle. It's true. Um, it is. I mean, and, and and it's really the one of the, you're right. That's probably the best defense. And if you have, you know, uh, existing, um, conditions that 
you know, COVID can kill you with, just be extra careful when you go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, because you're the one that this thing's going to get. Um, uh, yeah, if possibly. You, if, you, if you're if you're really overweight or have diabetes or or are on a lot of medications for stuff, you know, those mm-hmm. like my sister-in-law died because she had all sorts of stuff wrong with her ahead of time, and when she got COVID, she dropped from a sc- from a stroke. Mm-hmm. And she was only thirty, she was in early forties, I think. So she was very yeah. young. Um, yeah, most those- of the most of the people that we've known have had a number of health problems and have been unhealthy as far as their mm-hmm. lifestyle goes, except for one who was the epitome of health and oh. was you know never ate sugar, ate really really healthy, you know, ran all the time, you know, did all the right things, did all the right things, and it still got them. So you know, once again, yeah. but that was one of the earlier strains too. So. Once yeah. again, it's the, it's unpredictable, but you know, you might as well at least, here's the thing too, you know, have a healthy lifestyle. It, it protects you from a lot of stuff, not just COVID. I mean, yeah. I'm even thinking yeah. about what inflammation does to the body is mm-hmm. scary. And yeah. the last two weeks for me have not been healthy, um, but it's, it was birthday week last week. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go nuts. It's your birthday. On. Yeah. But, but real, real, well, first of all, I'm, I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad you yeah. survived. I'm glad you're on the mend. Cause I mean, for the longest time you were at like, I think the 12th day and it wasn't getting any better. And I was like, this is crazy. Just yesterday, my mother almost died. She's in oh, her, gosh. she's like 70. She's like 69. Um, she had something, something got twisted in her colon in her, in her uh, intestines. And it's something that really rarely happens, but they, she went into the emergency room yesterday with severe abdominal pain. She says she's never had that much abdominal pain before and she's given birth to three kids. Um, and she said, you know, she, she, she was throwing up all over the place and, and just, just feeling awful. And they gave her a cat scan and they found that this was wrong and they put her in emergency surgery. They, they, they fixed it. They took like 18 inches of her colon out Mm. and, and it just, it was very, uh, very lucky because uh, like the, the, one of the best surgeons in the state happened to be in her, in her town that day. Just pure coincidence. Uh, one of the best surgeons in that field in the state just happened to be there that day. And she was able to move her schedule around to operate on my mother. And wow. so, and she's doing great. She's fine. Good. She's, Good. she's in the hospital for about a week, but she, she survived. And the doctor said that if she, if she had waited one hour Oh more, my gosh. It might've killed her. She wow. might've gone septic and died. Isn't that crazy? Just out yeah. of the blue. No, yeah. no warning. Yeah. No warning. She you know, just we, woke up feeling like crap and then went to the emergency room and ended up getting surgery. So one of uh, Sarah's parents' friends just died suddenly last week of sepsis. Same wow. thing. Something happened. Uh, same part of it actually uh, of the body. Something wow. happened. Um, and it was just like, it was too late. And it was just fairly instant and all that. It's so crazy that that happens. Well, I know. And it's funny because I had a friend who was a nurse and she was bringing up sepsis back in the day. And so that's, I mean, essentially it's, it's your blood's getting infected. Essentially that that's like the the easiest way to say it's, it's poisoned. Your blood is poisoned. Right. Right. Um, So it's a very serious thing. And one thing that I kind of learned from that situation and then a couple of other situations is that the guy didn't complain. So on one hand, that's, that's wonderful. Like he's not a complainer. He's not a whiner. There's too much of that going on right now. But on (laughs) the other thing is, is that, you know, I've heard doctors and nurses say that if you ever have an issue, if you're ever feeling something that's not right, don't be silent about it. Like Mm -hmm. bring it up, 
to, you know, you don't have to whine about it. It doesn't make you a weakling or anything like that, but bring it up because it could be serious. Yeah. And so I've always done that as a result. I've always been like, well, I don't know. This doesn't feel right. Let's check it out. You know, usually it turns out to be fine. It's no big deal. And that's good. But what if it wasn't? What if it was serious? And, you know, what if your mom hadn't said anything and an hour later, that was it? You know, I mean, so it's one of those like uh, just a reminder to don't don't try to tough it out because it could be you could be saved. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So it turns out in this case, in this case, luckily she could not have toughed it out. It was, it was that well, painful. So yeah, I think so a lot of luckily, times there's yeah. those situations that are a little underlying and, and it's not as like, right, ah, exactly. I'll get over this. Yeah. I'll take some ibuprofen and tough it out kind of thing. Right. Yep. You know, you're absolutely correct. Yep. I don't know. It's, and then there's a lot of the unexplained kind of things too, but um, it's, it's a, it's a weird thing. So, you know, all I have to say is uh, take your health seriously. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't put it off. Yeah, I, it's when you it's when you get really sick that that comes to roost in your head. I mean, it's like wow, yeah. you know, man. So, well, speaking of health, uh, I talked about this a while ago. That Chris, by the way, Chris told us about his awesome matcha drink, which inspired you to oh, buy yeah. matcha and stuff like that. Matcha, matcha. Yeah, and I said, hey, I, I made like a a kind of a version of it. You know, the first time. Well, I finally see if you can. Oh, I'm not going to turn it and spill it. It's too low. Uh, anyway. <laughs> It's uh, is it green? Yes, it's it's oh, the yeah. matcha drink. Proportions, you know, of course, would vary that Chris made. So it has the matcha. Uh, for me, it's the oat milk, and then it's got oh. the turmeric, the cinnamon, and the ginger oh, in it. Okay. And then it's also it's not inulin, but it is a prebiotic powder. So oh. it's like inulin, but it's just a I don't know. It's from something different. So there's prebiotic. prebiotic. Does that does that in, does that encourage bi- biotic growth in your gut or what is yeah prebiotic? so apparently and again the science behind this I, I'm not a scientist or a, a nutritionist so there's the need for in addition to probiotics you also need prebiotic fiber hmm. which oh, okay. is in a lot of vegetables and stuff too you know but most of us probably don't get enough so it's like oh you know throw a little prebiotic fiber helps the probiotics to do what they're supposed to do and everything's great okay. so I've got that in there and then I used a little bit of the powdered monk fruit which we talked about And honestly, it's amazing because you don't need much in here and it's just, it's a nice rounded flavor. So it's not bitter or anything like that. So I just wanted to say that I finally, Chris, I made your drink exactly as you do it. Proportions different, but thank you for your your recipe. It's exciting and I'm drinking it and I've been actually drinking this a little bit more often now, which I love. And then that, um, that puer tea that I was talking about, you know, a couple of weeks ago, dude, the cure chai, it literally, so good. And then the other one is the. Who air tea? Yeah. Who air? We've a been talking about turds today. Tea. And then there's the, oh, palm civets. We should try that coffee. You know, the, the pooped out coffee from those cats should try that. And then no there's effect. the, um, the other pu'er, which was the more green flavor, just kind of a, it was more of a green style tea versus this was more of a black style fermented, but I've been enjoying so I'm, these I'm teas, man. Green poo now, so. I'm having a great day <laughs> and green matcha. Oh, it's good stuff. So, you know, yes, we took the week off uh, last week. And, and part of that was, of course, with Tony having COVID. Um, I just decided, you know what? I hit burnout. And Captain, you and I talked about this. I, I've hit burnout actually a couple, a few months ago, pretty heavily. Yeah. And I was pretty much told you very likely have some adrenal fatigue. You're pushing yourself too hard. Hmm. And I have been for too long. Um, this is a lot of work. You know, it's, it's crazy that I don't think a lot of people really take how much goes into this show seriously. I think a lot of people are like, eh, whatever it's free. Who cares? I'm just going to consume it, you know? But I mean, like I would say on average, I'm putting in between 40 to 60 hours a week on this and I don't get paid for any of it. It doesn't support what? anything. It, I don't put food on the table with this show. 
but it's about 40 to 60 hours of my week on average. And uh, it's a lot. I mean, cause a lot of it goes into, well, you're talking about I, your reviews and all that other stuff, right? I mean, not all just the, the show. back end stuff. So it's like, okay, we're recording the show. I'm, I'm constantly trying to live life and find things to talk about for our Friday shows. You know, I'm, I'm doing all the editing. I'm learning how to be a video editor. I'm learning how to be a graphic designer so that I can do better thumbnails. And I'm, you know, I'm learning SEO and, and marketing, which I, I suck at, you know, because I don't know how to do any of that, but it's like, you know, if you want to grow things and you want to get people to listen to the show and see the show, it's just so much that goes into yeah. it. So, I mean, I watch hours and hours and hours of videos and read things and study things as well each week. And it's exhausting. Um, yeah. I wish, I mean, if I could snap my fingers right now and magic would happen, I wish I could just half turn the population on. of the universe would die. No, wait, no, no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanos. Uh, I wish I could turn on my camera, turn on the microphone and we could just record shows. And then I would just send it to someone to take care of the back end stuff because that's what a lot of creators are able to do. Then I would just create a lot of content and just have fun doing it. And, and believe me, like that's, that's what nobody else can create the content for me. I mean, you get to join me and anyone else gets to join it, but nobody can do it for me. But anyone can do a far better job at video editing than I can. because I suck <laughs> at it. Uh, but it is what it is, you know? So it's like, I'm just trying to, it's a lot. So I, I kind of was told, yeah, you probably have adrenal fatigue. You've been pushing yourself too hard for six years, you know, and it is what it is. Honestly, it's been going on longer than that. Yeah. I, I need a break. And I mean, really what I need is a, a, a month long sabbatical, but I can't afford to do that financially. Yeah. So last week I thought, well, you can't really record anything. I didn't have any, interestingly, I didn't have any paid obligations last week at all, which was kind of weird. Um, and not a good thing, but also like, well, I'll take advantage of it. And I'm just going to not, it was so funny. I, I, on Sunday I was like, I'm, I'm just going to pull an office space and blow the week off. <laughs> <laughs> and it felt really good. It was funny, but, um, unfortunately Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I still ended up having to work a few hours each day for some things that I had to take care of. And, and that was yeah. kind of a bummer, but Thursday, Friday, Thursday was my birthday. I took all of Thursday off, all of Friday off and all of Saturday and Sunday off. And that was very nice. And, and some of Monday through Wednesday off, but it wasn't enough, man. I tell you what, but um, yeah. it was nice to kind of refresh. And I mean, I love doing this show. So of course I don't want to stop doing it. That's not the issue. And I'm loving doing our, our reviews and the product reviews and everything that we're doing. I mean, I just, I, man, I, I like, I wish, I wish more than anything that I could just get help somehow, yeah. um, but it's not there. So in the meantime, I'll do it all until I drop dead. Um, there you <laughs> go. I hope I don't. But anyway, what I want to say, though, is thank you, by the way, um, for putting up with us, because I know I said I'd be doing, you know, a, an interview every other week and we'll finally have one coming up this next Monday. It's been four weeks in between. It's the best I could do. I, I couldn't do any faster. Um, so I'm sorry, but thank you for understanding. And, you know, thank you for watching the review videos and the, the you know, the movie and TV show review videos that we've been doing. I mean, we're having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Um, keep in mind, this is one way that you can really help the show out is that Patreon is there. The Amazon affiliate link is there. So anything you buy on Amazon, just click that link. It's, it's good for, I think around 24 hours, regardless of what you buy on Amazon. Nice. And it doesn't cost you anything extra. It, it's yeah. nothing extra. In fact, and like the loft mat review, click that link on the YouTube channel, the video in the description, click that link. Cause that's an affiliate link too. So again, 10, 10%, dude, that's crazy. 10% of the sale of that goes back to the show and it doesn't cost wow. you anything extra. 
Loftmats taking a hit for that, but that was their their way to say thank you for doing a video and you know thanks for the show and stuff. And right. same with like the mouse that I did, you know the mouse reviews and stuff. So anytime we're doing reviews and anytime there's an Amazon purchase, please consider it because like I said, it's it's nothing extra, but it yeah. really does a little bit goes back to the show to kind of help out keep things going and stuff because everything else is out of our pockets, you know, and which again is fine but not sustainable. So. Um, that's all I can ask for is, uh, please consider those things, but thank you so much for watching and listening and everything. And last week was fun with the birthday stuff, dude. I got to tell you, um, it was fun to, to hang out with my parents and some friends and family. We kind of spread that out over a week. I'll share just one place that we went to, which was fun. And it's a Brazilian restaurant. It is literally the perfect place for a multi-passionate personality because they just keep bringing all these different kind of meats. And I think I probably would have ate around two pounds or so of meat. (laughs) It was was a lot, but it was just unlimited. They just keep bringing it to you until you basically can't fit anything else in your stomach. But I must have had 20 or so different types of meat. And I was like, it was the greatest thing ever because like I had like about two pounds of meat, but they were all different meats and all different types of meat and different seasonings. And I was just like, this was the best experience when it comes to a variety of food I've ever had, because that's the one thing I can't stand about going to a restaurant. I'm like, okay, I could pick 10 of these things right now, but I don't want to eat just one giant meal of one of these things. I want to eat. 10 small meals of each of these things. I mean, like tapas. Yeah. Yeah. But give me a sampler. But you know, if I, if you order tapas, it's going to cost you, you know, a hundred bucks to get, you know what I mean? So this was just, this was the perfect (laughs) sampler almost. It was beautiful, Uh, but it was high quality too. So it's not like going to a buffet when there's no flavor, you know, you're getting like high quality food. So it was quite, was it it an all you can eat or were you paying for everything they kept bringing you? Is it just, no, no, it's a, it's a flat rate and it's, you know, they have a, a salad type bar, but they have all kinds of stuff there. So you can go there and, you know, get multiple vegetables and pasta salads and soups. And I mean, way too much food. Right. Okay. And then there's the meats where they literally, they come in with the meat on a skewer and they're cutting it off and, you know, you're grabbing it with your tongs and putting it on your plate and it's cool. And they had, you know, like grilled pineapple. It's time for an origin. As a rule of thumb, I think we should do an origin once a week. I mean, I agree. agree? Yeah. So, um, rule of thumb is our origin this uh, week, by the way, uh, thanks to Mark the Wraith. Again, I pulled from his list. Um, the, the best description I got for was from sparkfiles.net. Now, if you're from any Western country, you've likely heard the term rule of thumb. Essentially the idiom refers to estimating a measurable quantity according to a rough and pragmatic rule, not based on exact measurement of scientific or scientific evidence. It is often incorrectly stated that the rule of thumb expression dates back to a time in history when a man was allowed, by the way, in England, was allowed to, by law to beat his wife with a stick no thicker than his oh thumb. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, misogyny was a mm. big thing up until 20th century or so. Anyway, um, as far as can be determined, the expression dates back to the 1600s when, during a construction project, Accurate measurement tools were not as readily available, and a handy body part would sometimes be used, in this case, the thumb. Uh, The thumb was used as a rule of measure. Uh, Looking at a male adult's thumb, and I, I, yeah, see, a male adult thumb, from the top, it measures about an inch across just below the fingernail. Oh, wait. So you're saying, wait, across or? Like, like, right. right Yeah. So from the top of the thumb to the bottom of the fingernail is about an inch? Is that what it's saying? That's what they're saying. Yeah. So okay. they, they're calling an inch like right up below your thumb's fingernail. If you're a man, 
that's supposed to be approximately an inch. And, and my thumb is it's approximately an inch. I'm so to measure my thumbnail now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't actually put it to a ruler, but I just, I know I, I work with inches every day. And so I know okay. approximately what an inch is and it's about right. Interesting. So just as Hen- King Henry, the first of England based the original foot measurement on his own foot. I don't know how many of you knew that that's actually mm. true. Thumbs were used as handy, handy, quote unquote, haha, measurement tools. Oh, yay, that's Um, funny. And then over the years, people have adapted the use of the term to refer to social rules in addition to actual measurements. And and I think most of us, when we hear the term rule of thumb, it's mostly relating to social rules. Like as a rule of thumb, yeah, this or yeah, as a rule of thumb, doctor won't see anybody after four o'clock, you know, whatever, that kind of thing. Now, rule of thumb is a phrase used extensively in many countries around the world. So that's interesting to me that it went from an actual measurement to a social thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of weird. It morphed. And and the article actually goes into great, much greater detail as far as, you know, more of the origin story, but it was just way too much. So I I basically made a summary of it. And it is fascinating to me that we just kind of change things and then we use things. And most of us still, I I, I keep saying this, we, I do not think that means what you think it means, right? You know, you have no (laughs) idea what the heck it means, you know, what are you watching, Brian? Strange new worlds. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Yeah. So I know we're going to do a review on this, but we've been kind of pushing that back because more timely stuff has come out. So for example, if you're watching this episode, when this actually airs next, well, today, today, Oh, yes, today. Stranger okay, Things season four is out, the first part, and Obi-Wan is out. So we're going to be talking about both of those shows this next week. Again, if you're watching this video or listening to this episode today when it comes out, we're doing those next week. So what you, that being what said, do you mean we the, have what do you mean to, by the first part of Stranger Things, by the way? What, what, what does that mean? So half, I don't know if it's the first half or it's the first seven episodes of season four is coming out. And then the second part comes out on July 1st. Oh, I didn't know they were doing it that way this time. Yeah. Okay. And then Obi-Wan, of course, is a six episode run weekly. So we're doing that. Oh, and and then Orville season three comes out next week, which is just crazy. Um, So we're going to get to Strange New Worlds. This is Star Trek Strange New Worlds, by the way, when we can. But let me tell you a little bit about my thoughts on this is I am very pleased with the first three episodes. That's as much as I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. much more Star Trekky than any of the recent Star Treks, period. Yes. Recent yes. Picard, recent, you know, Discovery. I'm enjoying the series. It's very, very good so far. It it honestly feels like I'm watching a, well, not not like a modern day, some of the complaints we've had with Discovery and other things, but a modern, like what the original Star Trek would have right. been if it had basically just been filmed today instead of in the 60s simply yes. because of technology differences and other things like that. It actually yes. kind of feels like that. Yeah. And it's refreshing so far. I mean, I don't know yeah. what they're going to do with the rest of the season, but so far it is already far, far better than what I saw with um, any Discovery episode. Period. Hands down. This is like like night and day better than Discovery to me anyway. And then as far as Picard, I, I think it's um, it's different, but I'm liking it more so far than Picard. Yeah, I, 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 I like it a lot more than Discovery season four or three. Yeah. Discovery season two, I really liked. So that, that's kind of, it, it's got a, but guess why? Uh, because this, this crew Pike. was in, Captain Pike was in it. And, so with, yeah, and with, Spock. With, and, and Spock. So yeah. So, I mean, the, the guy that I got to do Spock's really great. Pike's really great. It's, it is, is I awesome. agree with you 100%. It's super trekky. It's mm-hmm. if you're a if you're a hardcore old school Star Trek fan, don't let the newer Star Treks soil you to the franchise. Mm-hmm. Check this out and maybe it will bring you back. I'll say this too that 
in the first three episodes, they've already done more character development than I think discovery ever did because I actually feel like I know most of the characters so far, not all of them, you know, because yeah. they, there's only three episodes in, but I feel like they've done a better job developing the characters they developed so far than I feel like they really ever did in discovery. So yeah. I'm happy. Well, and maybe it's this, maybe the characters are a little more relatable too. I don't know. Um, some of the characters in discovery, I just kind of, they felt two dimensional to me. Whereas, um, or, or even stereotypical almost like, uh, yeah, maybe, but like, you know, uh, Rebecca, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Ramjin. Yeah. <laughs> Ramjin. Rebecca remains character number one and everything. I mean, I'm already liking her. She's yeah. fascinating. There's some depth to her. Of course, we, we already love Pike. I love what they did with Uhura and I don't want to go any further. I want to do a review right. on this, but, but I, I love what they did with Uhura in the second episode. It was, it was very, she's a cadet by the way in strange yeah. new world. So it's cool. And, and the actress is doing a phenomenal job with Uhura so far. Yeah. She's and the great. fact that she's saying, I was like, yes, they brought Uhura <laughs> singing. Because, you know, Nichelle Nichols would sing. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, remember that. And Uhura was actually a, a singer. And so the fact that they brought that in, and this girl has a beautiful voice when she got going. I was like, yay. Yeah. It was so cool. So That's there neat. you go. Top Gun Maverick is out. And I wanted to say this, Captain, that I've heard already from some people that got to see some early screenings of it that it was far better than they, what they expected. So okay. that's good. Now, I don't know if they liked the whole movie or not, but they were basically saying, okay, yeah, it was, it was worth the hype. It was good. I enjoyed it better than I thought. So good to know. So that's exciting. And then Jurassic that, that'll that, that will, before I just interrupt that, that'll be the next movie that I risk my uh, exposure. My next yeah. exposure to COVID on is, is uh, Maverick. Good. So, and then Jurassic park six is coming out, which I'm excited about <laughs> only because uh, they're bringing the whole old cast back. So I'm kind Wait. of hoping oh, yeah. that because the, uh, you know, the older cast agreed to being on it, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that they're saying, okay, this one's actually worth doing. It's a, it's a good close out to the whole series, which they're, they're ending it finally, which is good. Oh, okay. So this is Jurassic world's three, right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't even know what the name of it. I'm just calling it Jurassic park six. Cause it was funny people were saying, okay, there's been how many now? And I said, there's been five and yeah. this will be six. You know, okay. one was amazing. I liked two. Um, it was pretty it good. Bad. Three was not a good movie, but I personally enjoyed it because of the cheese factor, but it was not a good movie. Four was fine and five was fine. Both of those were, I mean, ironically, I think I've only seen them once each, so I don't even remember them, but I need to go back and watch those. But this one looks interesting. We'll see what happens. And then, oh my gosh, this, this one I'm so excited about captain, Mm -hmm. the new clueless movie. It's Clueless oh, 2 Reunion, dude. I'm so <laughs> dude. excited. Oh, I never Lucia liked the Silverstone. original. Oh, my. I'm kidding. That's not coming out. Wait. It's there's, not? there's no Clueless movie coming out. Oh, dude. That was, I know. Is see, this April or something? See it. You were going to go see it. No, I no. I was going to wait for You're it like, to come oh, out on Alicia. streaming. I was going to wait. You know what's funny about Alicia Silverstone is there was a, a movie on Netflix that I kind of decided to watch, and I'm not sure why. It was one of those moments where you're like, I need something different. And it's called, what was it called? Shoot, I don't remember what it's called now. Uh, senior year. I don't trust year. anything you're going to say. Senior, so. No, this is true. This is a true story. Senior year, I watched yeah. this, has um, Rebel Wilson in it, which I'm a, right. I'm a love-hate relationship with Rebel. Sometimes she's funny and good, and sometimes I'm like, she's the most annoying character in the entire movie. Well, she is named Rebel. Yeah, so... This one, she was interesting, and, and I, it was so funny because, like, the beginning of the movie, I thought, this is kind of interesting. This is going somewhere, and then it just kind of went, uh, okay, 
Uh, am I going to finish this? Uh, I'll just well, was Alicia Silverstone in it? Well, so that's the funny. So I, I left it on in the back. By the way, I, I'm I'm not going to recommend Senior Year. It's a it's a pretty dumb movie, actually. At the end, Alicia Silverstone is playing one of the characters that was in the 20, 20 years ago version. She was okay. the person that people looked up to, and then like she shows up at the end as the twenty year older version. And uh, it was funny because it was kind of like it was there was definitely a nod to clueless in it. It was a very okay. intentional because I mean, I haven't seen Alicia Silverstone in, in like how long? I don't even know. I can't remember the last movie she's been in at least 25 years for me. So, yeah, quarter it's, century. It's been since at least the late 90s or early 2000s since I, I've seen her in a movie. So, yeah, I, it was interesting because at first people were there were some rumors going around about how she kind of threw away her life. And, and I don't know if that was true or not, but. She looked fine in this movie. She looked like, you know, just an older version. Older but Lisa. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of it. And I was like, is this a there? It's interesting to me because I want to know if this was just part of her character or if this was like a like, hey, it's no, my character, homage. but this was also my real life. Oh, OK. Because it was just funny what she said. It was like something about that feels like that's not just like it was based on experience, like real, real life. Like this was her life and this is what happened. And now she's turning herself around and I don't know. It was a very interesting, we'll, we'll see, but I got to look that one up, but okay. I just had to bring up, you know, Alicia, but could you imagine <laughs> a clueless too? I would not see it. What I can imagine, however, is Thor love and thunder. Oh, so Captain, Captain, are you excited about this? Oh, I, I haven't been this excited about a movie since the, <laughs> the last few Avengers films. Seriously. When I saw that, when I saw that preview, when I went to Dr. Strange, I was just, I just, I was, I was speechless yeah. for five minutes. I just, oh, really, they're doing this. That's great. I mean, it's got guardians in it. It's, it's just continuing after Endgame, basically uh, what they went and did. Finally. I can't wait. Yeah. I like and, the and, fact that the guardians are in it and they're going to kind of combine everything. Yeah. Did now, is it is just me? Summer, right? Yeah, it's coming out in summer. Is it just me or did um, the, the Thor love and thunder writing remind you of the Thundercats from the eighties? <laughs> the writing from the Thundercats. I mean, it looks exactly I, I didn't like notice. it. Oh I yeah, didn't it was yeah. awesome. But oh, I, yeah, I'm thinking go. it'll be. I'm thinking it'll be kind of funny, like like Ragnarok was. You know, mm-hmm. Ragnarok was different than a lot of the other MCU movies in that it was humorous. That was uh, good. More so than even Ant Man. But um, I wonder if I, I feel like just based on the title and a little bit of the preview, it's going to be similar. So it's nice that we have good movies coming out, man. Finally. It is. And we got, a, we got a lot of cool stuff watching right now. Yeah. yeah. So it's more, more than, more than I can handle easily to be honest. So as far as TV shows go, my most excited one is Orville season three. Like I have been yeah. waiting for that for years. I love that show. I can't wait. Um, Stranger things. I mean, I've always been a, f- I didn't like it at first, but you know, I, I enjoy that show. Those, those kids in stranger things. Surely they've got, I mean, are, are, are their characters going to be parents now? Cause I, I mean, <laughs> So I looked them up and it is funny because most of the kids are, I think 11 is either 17 or 18, but most of the kids are 20. One of the, one of the guys is 30. So, oh, and he's, wow. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do, you know, cause they went from like kids to kids to kids to how oh, are in high school now. Yeah. Um, as long as they do know. whatever they're going to do gracefully and, and, and do it like a few years later, like, yeah, so make, make it don't, yeah. D- don't try to make them seem younger. Yeah than they are. That's just a mistake when people try and do that. So in honor of Obi-Wan, I've been going back and rewatching the oral knots versions oh. of star Wars, <laughs> uh, which is 
man. That's a treat. That's you know, what's funny is I don't think I've ever, I've ever seen them all because I realized that I've watched episodes one and two really nicely. Jedi party was from, from the Phantom Menace and mm-hmm. attack of the clones was uh friend zone or whatever it was. So yeah. I finished, I don't think I ever watched three all the way through and I'd never seen four. So I watched, yeah. I'm, I'm watching four. I haven't seen, you know, they they get longer and longer. And so then eventually it becomes like a, a, a commitment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But dude, yeah. I got it. And that's, it's funny. Cause that's why I think their views went down, but they only did. So they've done episodes one through seven and they have not done the last Jedi or the rise of Skywalker yet, which I wish they would do because those are kind of more they, fun to make fun of, but they deserve to be made fun of big time. Yeah. Yeah. So. C3PO I'm still as, as creepy. is one of my favorite characters. Yes. I'm still Skin. waiting for, or I'm still waiting for mystery science theater 3000 to somehow be able to, do those movies. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be so good. He will wear his face. He has so much skin. Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. As a rule of thumb, I don't trust Dutch people named after their great grandfather. You know what the music means. Yeah. I got to tell you, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're not already. And again, don't forget, we've got all kinds of other videos coming out. Product reviews that, you know, things I, I use and I have to talk about them. And of course, our TV and movie show reviews so much. I'm going to do new music next week, by the way. But thank you for joining us. Have a great week. The Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.